Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Stay at Full Motherhood. I'm back from my trip to Dallas this past weekend where I went to meet up with some of the coaches I work with and it was my very first trip without my daughters. So my oldest is 10, so it's been a decade since I've been alone overnight or alone away with my husband for that matter. Now, I can tell you many reasons why I've made this decision. One could be my husband is a pilot, so he's gone all the time. So when he's home, that's time for us to be together as a family. Or because my husband's a pilot, he's not here for bedtimes often, so he wouldn't have a clue what to do. Obviously, that's not true. Or here's another good one. What if one of the girls needs the bathroom when he takes them to their Saturday gymnastics class? What on earth would he do? Or because my family lives in England and his family lives in Australia and we're here in the US, so there's just no way we can ever get away. So obviously when I list these here, I can see them for what they are. They're excuses as to why I've not left the girls overnight in 10 years. They're not actually reasons I would ever honestly be able to describe as valid for stopping me from going for what I want. And that is the key here. The desire, the want to take a trip without my kids was just not there in me until now. So if you've been listening to my podcast for a little while now, you know that our brains are going to try to stop us from doing anything new always. They want to keep us doing exactly what we've always done, day in, day out, because they have plenty of evidence that we stay safe when we do so. We may not be loving life or thriving But that doesn't matter to our brains. They only care about keeping us alive and conserving energy by keeping things the same as they are now. So if there's no particularly strong desire in you to do something you've not done before, then why would your brain ever get on board with you taking as yet unrehearsed steps and having to use energy to form the new neural pathways that are needed to do something new? like taking a trip without your kids for the first time in a decade. Honestly, just walking from the hotel to a restaurant for an event with my coach and my colleagues, it felt so alien to me. It really felt wrong because I was just putting one foot in front of the other and looking around and drinking in all of the new sights and the sounds and the smells of this strange new city And I was not thinking, as I'm used to, where are all three girls? Are they all in my sight? Is anyone about to step off the pavement onto the road? Do they need food, water, sunscreen, sun hats, etc, etc? And the hotel room itself felt obscenely empty. Really, there are normally five of us in one of those. So 
This was just not what a hotel room looks and feels and sounds like to me. So why would we ever choose to go through all that discomfort for the sake of trying something new? Well, it's because we come to a point in our lives where we want something more than we want the safety of doing what we've always done. So in my case, this past weekend, I wanted to meet my coaches and colleagues in person and to have that connection with them in this new way more than I wanted to stay in the safety of being in full control at home and knowing that my kids are being cared for right. And this is not saying anything against my husband. He's an amazing dad. He's a fully capable human being. He's a much better cook than me, probably even a better storyteller. Well, actually, no, I'm not sure about that. But this is not about him or about anyone else at all. This is about wanting to feel safe when you're existing in survival mode for years on end and you're being hypervigilant about everything that could possibly go wrong. And it's about not wanting to let go of that control out of a fear that you will not be doing your job of keeping your family safely surviving to the absolute best of your ability. And this is what stay-at-home motherhood becomes for so many of the women I coach, overperforming as a mum in a way that's totally unnecessary, which is a sign that we're trying to justify our existence as stay-at-home mums. And there's nothing really surprising about this, We're raised to strive to deserve a place in our parents' good books or on the teacher's favourites list or a place in your friendship group or on the gymnastics team. But what if we learn to own the choice we made to be stay-at-home mums instead? To truly live and love our lives at home rather than using our capacity to keep going, 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 serving other people and our capacity to be productive always against ourselves to the point where we're just exhausted. What if we saw following what we desire alongside our motherhood as natural and expected and good and right for ourselves and for our kids and for our partner too? And what if in doing so, we're not just believing in ourselves and our value in the world, and all the gifts we have to offer people outside of our families too, but we're also believing in our kids' capabilities and our partners and in the abundance that's available when we take ourselves out of having to be at the centre of everyone's world like a cog in a machine that we're convinced will just shut down the minute we stop functioning at our optimal, optimal level. Now, You can still see yourself as the son in your family if you want to. I always think of Christina Yang telling Meredith in Grey's Anatomy, he's very dreamy, but he's not the son. You are. And so, yes, please see yourself as the son at the centre of it all, but just not as a cog working tirelessly to keep everyone and everything going, except, of course, your own dreams for your life. So how would you show up differently if you truly believed you had nothing to prove, if nothing was needed to justify your place here, but if instead you were living for what you want for yourself and for your family? And if the first thing that comes to mind here is, 
I don't know. I just don't know what I really want. Just know that this is a story your brain is offering to keep you safe. It might be a story you've been telling yourself for a long, long time. I told myself that story for the first seven years of motherhood. But we always, always have the power to change that story anytime we want to. You do know what you want. You might not be able to put it into words right now, but that doesn't mean that the knowing is not there. Because this knowing in you does not communicate in words, so that's okay. But it is there and it is available for you to listen to when you're ready, which really just means when you decide that you are. There will be an understanding within you that there is something there that's pulling you towards it. Something that you're sensing you now want more than you want to keep clinging clinging tightly to control of everything around you out of a fear that everything will fall apart if you don't. So the new story you choose for yourself will just naturally start to include moments of trust. So trust in yourself, trust in your kids, in your partner and trust in the universe and it's a trust that you, that you are being willing to take one tiny step towards what you feel pulled to do, towards what you have even a tiny hunch you might enjoy, that that will lead you to what is meant for you, and that this is what you're here to do alongside raising your family. And it's also an understanding that there is no downside ever to expressing the gifts that are there in you right now, and ultimately in putting them out there in the world. Okay, that's it for today. Please join me again next Tuesday for another episode and feel free as always to hop on a free consult call on Zoom with me before then to find out more about coaching one-on-one in my 12-week coaching program where you will learn to prioritize so you have time for your passion alongside your motherhood. So to book a call, go to my website at joyfulmamacoaching.com. That's joyful with two L's. See you then and thanks for listening. Bye-bye.